1: Give me another hint.
2: You're looking at the other hint. I'm if not you looking look at the, other
1: at the hint screen because I'm not looking at the screen. If you are, if you are, so you're going to see just, Hall and Oates. I am I'm going to see Hollow and Oates. That's awesome. Where's it at? Uh, yeah. Mohegan. It's not uh, on their
2: website. Uh it's in October. It's like
1: October. 8th. Oh, I was thinking August. It's no, like down
2: the road. Yeah, no, no, no. I it's did down not the road.
1: go far enough uh, down the road. Li- had I just expanded the list to see exactly, that on you would have nailed. You is Hall of notes? Yeah. Then I don't know because October thirteenth is Smashing Pumpkins, and you know maybe you want to. No, no.
2: no, I'm not a, I'm not a big uh, Billy Corgan guy. Uh,
1: you know what's interesting about that whole, this whole thing is, is now in this topic of conversation. Um, is is some of the other concerts that are coming around the area, and, and you just never know. I don't know. In which in which
2: way. area? My area.
1: Same place. I bet that one. Remember all the
2: concerts?
1: They are. they literally two days before the one you're going to. Yeah, I saw. I
2: saw that. I was like, oh, "All right, that'd be kind of fun." Uh, it's it's fascinating. It's just oh, I'm having no trouble hearing your sound bites today.
1: Oh, we figured all that out last time. So you're good.
2: I mean, I any I'm, things, I'm, de- but... I'm deaf and deaf in both ears now. But, you know.
1: Well, that's a volume issue, but that's okay.
2: Uh, on your part. Oh.
1: That all gets fixed in post-production, my friend. Like... Acknowledge <laughs> me. That's cool, though. Going to see Hall and Oates. That is.
2: Yep. Whoa, here I come. Whoa, Watch out, boy.
1: Here you come. Watch out, boys. She'll chew you up. I hope you got these hundred and fifty dollars tickets.
2: Uh, no.
1: The I are like they Hall really Oates. the number no. one selling duo in music history. They might. I guess I could see that. I mean,
2: I don't know. It's it's funny because you know & Oates
1: because duo they, they duo they were, really eliminates a lot of people.
2: Right, but and, and in the eighties, like yeah. you know when they were when they were Oates like it really was like hit after it like, yeah. like like you make my dreams come true man eater she's gone like it's it's crazy um, uh sarah smile or whatever that song is called
1: no it makes sense it makes total sense. So, and I'm not, but no,
2: I but I did sense. totally learn about it on the screen crawl at the uh, at the concert. I was
1: oh, did you like you saw I was I was wondering about that. Like, is it well, something that
2: the came Mrs. O'Dowd? The, the Mrs. O'Dowd apparently knew about this prior to concert and <laughs> forgot to tell me.
1: Uh. <laughs> so the concert that you just went to, the Bare Naked Ladies concert, was that her idea or your idea?
2: Oh, that was totally my okay. Um, but she's a fan too, and. Yeah. The Gin Blossoms, also respectable, you know, but not five to six hits in a, like a three year period in the 90s or something like that. It was, we uh, it was Toad the Wet Sprocket, was the uh, was the opening act, and their one, one hit,
1: yep, one song. Uh, I, can think the, of.
2: I, I knew of one, all I want is to feel this way, or whatever that song is. Um, and we missed all of their set except for their last song because that's, that's good. Well, we booked a dinner reservation and we were hungry. So we, the, the dinner reservation was for six 30 and the show started at seven. We got in and around seven forty-five.
1: There's That's where you get fast food and go see the concert.
2: But I wasn't in a big hurry to 24. see. We did. We all I also had a really good steak and liked it a lot. And don't get to drop my kid off for an overnight and do a you Know a full on date with, right with the Mrs. No O'Dowd the way that we got to. So, fuck you and your fast food. I'm eating a goddamn steak and paying $200. Hey, for it. I,
1: I want to hear Walk on the Ocean. That's all I'm saying. Like, if I'm seeing Toad the Wet Sprocket, that's the song I want to
2: hear. They played Walk on the Ocean. Um, I, I do believe that was the uh, the end
1: that would, yeah, uh, that was that their last, be... life, the last tune. Either the last song uh, before the encore, they don't get an encore. They're like the opening act.
2: They didn't get it. They didn't get it. Well, nobody did an encore. They did a what? They what? did a they did a super group of the '90s encore thing. So they all got an encore, but okay. they didn't get an encore. You know well, what I mean? And, and like, bare
1: naked ladies, I mean, honestly, the best part of seeing them live is when they do like the the mishmash of '90s songs that they didn't come up with.
2: They 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 did. Uh, yeah, their their medley this time included yes, a whole lot of love. Them. A whole whole lot of love by Led Zeppelin, uh, which I was surprised at how the drummer for the band took on the vocals for the medley and I was better than expected um, with that particular uh that, that particular tune they uh the best part about that whole concert was and, and this goes back to your point uh after we're walking out so the Ba ladies this will' yeah. surprise people. The Bare Naked Ladies haven't stopped making music. They put out an album last year. and That, that will surprise like, me. Like, as a fan of the band, of course, I knew this.
1: Um, you know stupid shit all the time, though, so that's nothing.
2: But, like, I follow the band. Like, I've seen the Bare Naked Ladies live more than any other band I've ever seen. You know, even over, like, Queen and stuff like that. Uh, right. But we're walking out, and it was, you know, it was very clear that there was a significant portion of the audience that thought the band broke up in like 2002 or something because this dude was all indignant being like like sure i get you want to play like your new stuff but that's not why we came to the concert which is and, true and yet they played the stuff that they wanted to do here during the concert like of course. you got you got one week you got if i had a million dollars you got Brian Wilson you got um, most of stun it's all been it's all been done like the only song they didn't play that I really like from their older stuff is the song alcohol mm-hmm. uh, just because it's funny and they they just didn't play it and part of that is because, me, well they don't it's hard because they had two lead singers for a long time until yeah. uh, until a really nasty breakup from uh I can't remember the other guy's name. But like he left the band, they got in all kinds of big uh, legal fights over rights to music, oh, uh, particularly yeah. over the Big Bang Theory song,
3: mm-hmm.
2: because uh, the, you know he claims he wrote it, they claim they wrote it. Uh, they still perform it at the concert though, because I definitely got to hear that at the concert, and the place, the place went as loud as when Brock Lesnar hit the ring for Money in the Bank.
1: Probably because not everybody there realized they did that song.
2: Oh yeah, it's like um, it's like one of my one of my other favorite random bands that nobody cares about. They might be Giants. Mm-hmm. Did the theme song to the TV show uh, Malcolm in the Middle.
1: Right, I remember that. And okay.
2: yeah, nobody nobody knew that for a long time. But it was it was a lot of fun. It was a fun concert. Uh, Mrs. O'Dowd likes '90s music too, so it, it worked out well. Gen, the Jim Blossoms. I was surprised how many Jim Blossom tunes. Very much I was like, oh yeah, they did write that song, and that guy, the lead singer for the Jim Blossoms had the line of the night when he was like, so back in 1990, whatever, I wrote this song and I was really sad. But then it sold 40 million forty million records and I didn't care. <laughs> like, it was it was just like, I, you know, I made bank. And he, he was very much like, we were the Jim Blossoms and we made a shit ton of money in the 90s.
1: Right. Like, and now <laughs> we don't even very like each other, back. but we're doing this concert so we can make more money. Yeah, and that's... Right. Just how stuff works. The The first time I ever saw Bon Jovi, the foof... No, not the... No, it was Goo Goo Dolls opened for them. Ah, uh, the Goo Goo Dolls. And then every other time we saw Bon Jovi, there was no opening act. Because they were like, fuck that opening act stuff. We're just gonna...
2: Yeah, that's that's like a Queen concert, man.
1: You, you get nothing um, I people. share the money. No one's coming to see anybody but the... the like, it's just... you know, No, absolutely. Is we saw Garth Brooks. No one... There was no opening act. And the concert was still a billion hours long. Well, and Garth,
2: Garth, Garth Brooks is a hell of a performer anyway. Garth guess, Brooks, uh, and it was, stage
1: guy. before he went on the stadium tour, he said he was just gonna do these arena tours, then he was gonna quit. He's quit a bunch of times. He's, he's Ric Flair. He's Terry Fong with right. Garth Brooks. Um, Who he's not is Chris Gaines. That's a deep cut for anybody out there. Um, yes. Yeah. But he, so he did six nights in Phoenix. He did a weekend, and then, like, he did like two, I don't know. But he, he added dates. And because it sold out so much and we bought tickets from somebody back when we did this and we were at show number six of six and we got in late because the two concerts were back to back. So we probably got in like an hour and a half late um, to a Sunday night concert and he comes on stage and he's explaining the whole thing. He loves Phoenix. He hasn't been in, you know, it was like first time in Phoenix in like 20 years and he was like, I don't know if I'm going to be back. So if it's OK with all of you, we're just going to do them all. And he literally just did, like, everything. He That's took requests, awesome. and he even took a request from somebody, and and he, it, like, the band didn't even know the song. Like, he just played it <laughs> on his guitar. The lights were, like, de- like they didn't have a lighting package for it or anything. Just, he just, to, get it. just a spotlight and, on him. And basically stood, it, stood there at the edge of the stage and sung it, like, to that person. Um, but, yeah, just an amazing performer, and still, if he is faking how overwhelmed he is by the fact that everybody there loves him, despite the fact he's Garth Brooks and been doing this for a long, really long time. He is a really good actor. And right. I've seen Chris Gaines, and so I know he's not a really good actor. So uh, I got two Chris Gaines references in two minutes. You did? How
2: about you? Uh, how, you how about you? We've also now been recording for 10 yeah, and yeah, half like
1: minutes. Um, talk talking half minutes.
2: You, you've been listening to Concert Talk on right? the Greg DeMarco show. Greg and DeMarco what's funny Patrick is
1: because Patrick. I'm also planning on opening the show to talk about um, Thor and tell you all the ways you guys are wrong about Bandwagon Nerds.
3: Oh, Phoenix! Hey, yo! Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. It's past your down. Just straight punk
2: bitch! I mean, you're just gonna replace me.
0: Shut up! Rip him the, the biggest slut in the western ah. hemisphere! Why do I have to have a buzzer? Ah.
3: And you are now and will forever be an asshole. Cause it's my show.
0: And I love you, Greg. You guys know how to party.
3: You're welcome.
1: What is up? It is a Tuesday. I feel like, like, like why open the show like normal when we've already been talking for 12 minutes? Like, I just, yeah, we, why do all that stuff? It's Greg DeMarco's show. I'm Greg DeMarco. You know where you are. He's, he's Patrick O'Dowd. You know what you're listening to by now if you've, if you've, if you've stuck. What's funny is that you, you, you basically know at this point to be careful. Cause as you're telling the story, you're talking about the Mrs. O'Dowd and the little O'Dowd and all that. Not knowing whether or not I'm even recording. Cause you know, there's always that possibility. Well,
2: I got. I gotta have words with the bandwagon. By the way, speaking of of me being careful by words, I got. I gotta got stay in the room next time.
1: Why? Because the kid's first
2: name. Na- Too many name drops. Too many you said the drops. kid's first name on our show. Yeah, but I don't count. <laughs> but he. Can <they're> <laughs> do as I say, not as name. I do.
1: Operation. Maybe don't put yeah, your son on a podcast, and that wouldn't happen. No, I'm just uh, kidding. It no. was he- fun. He,
2: he, gets, he gets a little too excited now. I'm a little, I'm a little oh, of nervous. Of course he to does. Try to think, he's, he's going, going to host take a my podcast job.
1: someday. Uh, Watch. He, he will host a podcast someday. Um, Greg DeMarco Show, Chairshot Radio Network, Chairshot.com. You guys know all this stuff by
3: now. The The TheChairshot.com. Always use your Head at
1: Chair Shop Media, like, subscribe, leave a five-star review on any of your favorite streaming platforms, Google, iHeart, uh, or Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, they keep changing the name, um, Spotify, that was the other big one that I always mention. Go out there, like, subscribe, leave a five-star review, turn on notifications, tell a friend, God, you know what to do, you guys have been listening forever, and we love and appreciate you for all of that. We're going to have some fun today, we've got some different things to talk about, We, uh, because of the way we plan things out and and the fact that I want to talk about Thor, we're not going to talk about all the annoying things about wrestling this week. So that's good, because um, we spent okay. plenty of time doing that, um, and and that'll be lots of fun because we don't care about an Italian no selling, and we don't care about um, I don't know whatever stupid thing Tony Khan's doing next. I don't even think he's actually kind of stayed out of the news. I think so. Uh, we're definitely not talking about um, Jordan Grace or whatever her, her name is because that whole thing is stupid. And I don't even want to bring it up because there's enough toxicity in the world of wrestling right now but before we get going Patrick O'Dowd I listened to bandwagon nerds um got to the Thor portion and listen. and I mean a lot of the stuff you guys say is is good the problem is you've gotten to the point now when you've got four non-bandwagoners on bandwagon nerds the the level of understanding of why certain things happen seems to get removed All the things that you guys said shouldn't have happened in the movie absolutely should have happened in the movie because those things were there for my son, for my daughter, for my wife, for me, for 75% of the theater that was dying laughing at all those stupid Taika Waititi jokes. Um, It it, it all was there for them. Uh, It's kind of the wrestling equivalent of it's not really for you. It's not for us.
2: Maybe. Stop gatekeeping. I'm not gatekeeping I didn't gatekeep it. I didn't say you're an idiot no, for don't. liking. And in fact, it was bandwagon approved at the end. Of yes, the it day. was
1: barely, but it was.
2: By my estimation, they actually were more firmly. Like Dave gave it a seven out of ten. I, like, the number whole
1: thing. The number, the number thing is stupid. I don't even understand. But I'm numbers. just
2: saying that's that's a good thing because people need numbers. You know that. Like it's why even though. You know, if you were entertained, a star rating shouldn't matter. They People still claim to star ratings. It's yeah. the same thing with us. We know we understand the metrics and how the masses work.
1: But a seven out of I, ten to like, if you equate it to mathematics, that's a seventy percent. Well, a five out of right. ten would be a failing grade. A six out of ten is is a failing grade. No, that's that it.
2: That's that's if you that's if you look at the American grading system as your metric of
3: right quality,
2: like. When I rate, I've I've explained this when back when we did the nerd reviews. I started at two and a half. Yeah, and a two and a half means that's a watchable movie, and and then as you work your way up, that's you know better and better on like right. how much I liked it. And if it goes the other way, and this is why I get called the East German judge all the time because I started a place and then I, I worked, work my way down or up uh, based on my enjoyment of said thing. And if I don't give something a five out of five, suddenly I hated the movie. I did not.
1: Nobody cares about your rating system. Rating. They really don't. I mean, it's we fine. might as well talk it's about. That's why we stopped doing the nerd review. Dave Meltzer. And no, you stopped doing the nerd review because you guys got lazy. And, and star got ratings. what? And I said, you guys stop doing the nerd review because you guys got lazy. Um, I don't know why. No, you're I
2: got busy. I, I have like other jobs.
1: Yeah, that yeah pay we me. all do. Um, <laughs> It's all good though, but the the one, the rating system is whatever. I can tell you, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Um, I Analyze. I go. I go to movies for enjoyment, and I don't really care. Um, only thing I could say is, if you want any rating, I did think think that Ragnarok was a little bit better, but not a ton. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I, I thought the goat.
2: It. I thought the goats were funny. I enjoyed the goats.
1: The goats are funny. Uh, they 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 they, they teetered on that line. And didn't overdo them. So sure. that was good. Um, so,
2: yeah, my buddy, so I, we happened to run into another family
1: that we're close
2: with. And, like, literally um, didn't know that they had picked the four seats next to the two again, seats.
1: I had it, let's assume everyone listened to Bandwagon Nerds.
2: No, because I didn't talk about that
1: part. So You did no, talk about this on Bandwagon
2: Nerds. Uh, and I ran into my friends by yes. accident. Um, but he thought the goats were funny every time they showed up. <laughs> I Every thought, like I said, there
1: was just enough verbally laughed Just enough. Um,
2: I, I, uh, I was actually really concerned that they had off-cord um, for a minute. Yeah, like yeah. when he gets vaporized, he gets smushed, and I was yeah. like, oh, it's like, oh, thank God, his face is back. And then we didn't talk about this on the show, but Korg's gay.
1: So it, my daughter and, and I, see, and it, it was
2: implied. It was implied that they're all men. Like I don't was, know
1: that Korg is gay or that his race is just all men.
2: Yeah, that was the thing. Is it's, it's kind of implied that right. they're all men, kind
1: of like Wonder Woman uh, was races like all women, right? Gorg um, and and but I think they did to play it up, like when he was talking about holding hands for a month on the you know on the water, like they were definitely looking lovingly into each other's eyes. But yeah, you basically had right. a gay male character and a gay female character, even though they really didn't push that with with uh, Valkyrie too much. I would imagine. Some of all, I was surprised. I was surprised
2: by that because after Ragnarok, that was the big talk. Was, yeah. oh, you know, they have a gay character, and they. I think people really thought they were going to explore that, and
1: and maybe they did it on Korn- purpose. Maybe they maybe they made a corg instead and just went that way. Just right. to- well,
2: I mean, her little her little caress of the yeah. uh, the Olympian girl, and just talking about how she's been out of like she has not found love since she lost her love. Right. Like her backstory is he tragic there. backstory, so it, it like you know, bad. they made it clear that she was gay this oh, time yeah. around. Whereas in in Ragnarok, I think Taiko was reined in and didn't get to go right as far as he wanted to take it in the first round.
1: I'm just glad Lightyear came first, so all the idiots can get their rage out about having a gay character in a Disney movie before. Uh, before the sure. movie came out so that people can just get their stupid stuff out. It's it's
2: funny because kids kids don't register that shit at all. That's just normal. Like
1: yeah, gay. Your no, no, no kid is gonna watch a light year and and become gay. like it's just stupid whatever. right
2: or or think that that's even an unusual scenario that that uh, that a child would have two mothers.
1: Yeah, it's just no whatever. The whole thing is oh. the whole thing is stupid. but thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Um, as as I was, I'm glad you did. I am a um, to, to 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 piggyback on. I am I am down with Fat Zeus over the other Zeus's. I am fine with right? that. Right, um, but it was funny because that is does stick with the mythology. Not that they do. Um, the other thing, like if I was on there, I would have pointed out that you guys were like, "Oh, now Valhalla exists." Whatever. This is really a first foray into the afterlife. And I was like, "Did none of you remember Black Panther?" Like, no,
2: that afterlife. Like it's it's not even so much. Because the Black Panther Afterlife thing is really can be talked can be talked away as a hallucination because of the right. drug and the flower and where it takes him. Uh, and tech, I mean, if you watched Moon Knight, you saw Afterlife with Moonlight. It's it's more of its its growing role. And I think yeah. if you haven't watched Miss Marvel, by the way, I think that's another thing to check out because they actually have a whole other layer of talking about things like dementias versus multiverses and. Yeah. Like where that character's um, ancestry comes from is more of a overlying, overlaying dimension similar to what I would argue is an afterlife. So anyway, I just think now I
1: remembered all the the funny Thor stuff that, that you guys thought was too much. Definitely not too much. Like the fight scene early. With the blue people, I don't remember what they were calling how he destroyed their castle. It was hokey, it was over the top, it was corny, and whole audience loved every second of it, where I was. Like, sure. and it was early in the movie, too, and I think that was part of the key. Like, if it were later in the movie, it would have seemed a lot more out of place. Um, but being early in the movie, and, and I think it, it worked, um, Korg as the narrator for a lot of that was definitely fun, too. But, uh, yeah, no, just a fun, fun movie, and one that you know, enjoyed and, and glad we got in. So we got there and this was what I found most interesting. Um, you know, when, when we joked about how, uh, you know, the movie industry was going to be dead, right. Cause of COVID and, and, and everyone. And, and first off, I could not imagine well, we watching, this, it, yeah. watching this on my TV screen for the first time. I'd much rather watch it in the theater. Right. We got to the theater and they scanned our tickets, and we walked through the thing, and then we couldn't move. That's how long the lines were for the concessions. And, and this theater uh, has quite the expanse. Like, there's a good 50 feet between where you walk in and where you go up to order food. And it was just—and and it's around um, where, you, where you walk in, so the lines on the sides got even longer. And, and it was just completely packed with people getting concessions, getting everything. More than I saw— pre-COVID, like, and, and I'm sure some of it was just the timing of what time we went, but, um, so just crazy so, amounts of people.
2: Now, now did your theater, cause here's what, it, one of my favorite things about when the theaters returned to business, um, was that the options to order your snacks and concessions ahead of time. No,
1: we don't have that. Oh, you Not at that this
2: that's the best, man. That's the best. I, I just pop up on my app. I was like, and, and, this is Cinemark is the company. Not only do they, um, like, can you do that? It remembers your order from your previous movie-going course, experience. Yeah, it's see. like, you ordered this last time. You want to do it again? And I'm like, yes, please. And they're like, your show time is at 7 o'clock. When would you like to pick it up? 6.50, please, because right. that's the latest time you can pick it up. And it's just on a shelf. Like, I walk mm-hmm. in, it's on a shelf, and I laugh at all you trolls that wait in line while I, with my crown and bag of popcorn...
1: No, we Why um, grab my <laughs> We don't have that. I've been to some of the theaters that do have that, and um, and, you've been. And,
2: to, you have those fancy theaters that, like, haven't you been to the ones where, like, you sit at like a dining table or like? Well, it wasn't a dining table. table. It was like the cushy that?
1: chairs with the foldover table. That one closed, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, um, sad for you. That was Studio you. Movie Girl. That was the best. And then Harkins, which is the one of the big theaters out here, which is a Southwest thing, so you don't have Harkins. Um, they're opening two dine dine-in theaters, and one of them is in. Puria, which is another western suburb of phoenix it's not too far so we'll probably partake in that one um plenty once it opens See, up. i
2: want it i want to check out so the uh the casino that got built mm-hmm. in springfield massachusetts next to us has what apparently is like the nicest cleanest theater in western massachusetts okay. um, and
1: has like the best service and all this stuff
2: i want to go and check it out but it's like out of my way
1: <laughs> like yeah well, we used to go to Studio movie and I'm lazy. an hour away. It was in North Scottsdale, and it was definitely out of our way, but it was worth it, it didn't survive. Right, coffee, right. Which sucks, but.
2: That's too bad. You know,
1: whatever. They ended up closing, like, two theaters oh. of their whole chain, and this was one of them, so. Yeah. Nice. It could a lot have a lot to do with the state of it. I don't know. You know, business in different states is different. I only really know about business here, because that's the way I do it. But, um, yeah, so there you go. There's our th- If you want to hear a more complete and, and – um, you know, thorough review of Thor. Go listen to bandwagon nerds that dropped this Monday on the chair shot radio network at the dot You get that, you get what? The last episode of the boys, right? Was it the last episode? You do a,
2: the boys. Season yeah. The season finale, of the boys, yep. which was
1: awesome. A lot of stuff in the middle. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely enjoy that. So some inside moments that made me laugh That I texted Patrick about that nobody would get, but yeah, lots of good stuff. Definitely do appreciate everybody listening being a part of that. So go check it out, hear about Thor and so much more on Bandwagon Nerds. We're going to go to commercial, and when we come back, we're going to talk about NXT. I'm so excited that we're going to talk. If you listened last week, you knew we were going to talk about NXT today because the theme of this show is Patrick O'Dowd, watch NXT. And I can confirm that Patrick O'Dowd watched NXT. Head on over to ProWrestlingTease.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up one of those beautiful chair shot t shirts. They look good, they feel good. They're not expensive, even if you get them in soft style and spend a couple extra bucks. They do about a billion and a half sales per year, so you can always find uh, whatever price you're looking for and and get something good, and it does help continue the movement. That is the ChairShot.com and the ChairShot Radio Network, but we're not just saying give us money. I mean, I guess I could like give you a PayPal or something, but uh, we're not just saying give us money. We're saying buy something that supports us, and you get something in return because that's how we do it here at the Chair Shot Radio Network. So head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the Chair and get one of those great Chair Shot t-shirts Preview for you, Patrick O'Dowd. We can do it plenty more between now and October. Of course. Yeah, happens. I
2: wonder how many times they'll play that song. Will they, will they both open and close the show with Maneater?
1: Probably not. They got such a big cat count- Unless they do a medley they, that it's part of. They do.
2: I'm just going to be funny.
1: Man. You just never know. I mean, that's... I still remember years ago reading an article that talked about a Right Said Fred concert. And and they played three songs and two of them were I'm, so, I'm Too Sexy. So...
2: It checks
1: out. I mean, that, that's all they had. So, we are talking about NXT. If you listen, last week, we got into a little bit of talk about NXT. And I told Patrick O'Dowd that I believe, I firmly believe that he would enjoy NXT 2.0. He watched the debut episode of NXT 2.0. Um, but a lot has changed since then. So, it gave him the challenge to pull up, watch the Great American Bash edition of NXT 2.0. And then come on in and let us know what he thought. So, Patrick O'Dowd. Thoughts on NXT 2.0, at least what you saw, because you saw Great American Bash. man it's not that Patrick has been watching for months and is giving us his opinion. He watched the Great American Bash.
2: Oh no, yeah, I, this is a cold watch. Great American Bash was what I, yes, is what I checked out. I, uh, as as you kids like to say, I was sports entertained. Um, thought it was a good show. I thought it was um, a lot of fun. Um, I definitely. It definitely felt like a WWE product. Um, the episode that I saw, like the people that stood out to me or the the, the, the performers that stood out to me were kind of the more character driven uh, characters. Like I thought Wendy Chu was a lot of fun. I thought. Andre Chase's classroom thing was interesting and entertaining. I didn't quite get it. I don't know if this is a thing. This has just been a thing. Like Chase, you is like, is oh, that it's a segment thing, yeah. that happens on NXT? Um, and so the folks that were like in his class, then he kicked somebody out of class because they they talked about John Adams signing the you know saying that Independence Day should be on July second. I thought that was funny. Um, I, uh, I I like. The the Creed brothers, oddly enough, though um, no, I've commented on them before, and it's basically yes. like everybody was, what's going to happen when you know now now they're FTR when when FTR leaves the WWE, and it's like they they just gave you
1: a, a two more, like well, they're totally different though; more. they're nothing like FTR.
2: I mean, they're different, but, yeah, uh, but that 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 concept is still the same, like.
1: The concept on, of being a tag well. team? Like, I don't understand. Stop it. I really don't understand. Uh, They're nothing alike. No, They're the Steiner like, brothers. They're not FTR. They would uh, be great opponents uh, for I mean, FTR.
2: Anyway, as it was, that was the first thing I thought of was, two guys, here's why. Here's why. Because I don't watch FTR the way everybody else watches FTR in AEW. I remember... The Revival. The Revival. They're not and that different. They, they are a little different. Um, and here's the thing is either guys in singlets do it like going. Well. Like if you want to say if we go with the signers like FTR never me, wore
1: singlets. I don't want. I, it's,
2: okay, whatever. Recency bias, whatever. To me, that was the impression I got. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Fuck off. Like you can yell at me over and over again. That's what I saw when right. I saw them come in there. Okay. Was I saw this look? I saw this approach to how they worked in the ring, and I went, oh, they just tried to replicate this. I did see the awesome. resident Steiner. I did see the resident Steiner work. Um, and you know, still think he has the look, um, and seems to have at least the in ring charisma. Uh, match was kind of seems like maybe, um, I don't know, it left me wanting a little bit more. I did like Cameron Guy, so I was happy to see him, right? Uh, uh, doing his thing and get it done. You know who I, um, was not wowed by? Who's that? No, oddly enough, like, and she, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the, the, Patrick O'Dowd's favorite statement in regarding this this person, but Roxanne Perez was fine. She's Um, fine. She's fine. Uh, Awesome. I came to. Okay. It was a tag team match. Uh, She's not tag team. It was a tag team match, and you know, and I know she's as we're recording this um, pursuing her uh, her. Title opportunity against Mandy. Yeah, I don't even know if she's um, getting
1: it. She got attacked in the parking lot, so I don't even know if she's getting the title opportunity. Oh, did she? Yeah.
2: That explains Wendy Chu's tweet about the parking lot has more wins than Goldberg. Um,
1: <laughs> Wendy Chu is a national treasure. but
2: Well, and, and that was the, the thing that I tweeted to you about is mm-hmm. that people who are mad about it, Wendy Chu, I don't get it. I don't it. get it. Um, and, and I think what I said was that the same dudes who are pissed off about Wendy Chu's character and personification are probably the same dudes who back in the nineties went nuts when Japanese guys job on a ladder. Like as a wrestler. Yeah.
1: yeah, And love Kenny Omega. Like, Blow Up Doll. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Right. Or was it, what's that? What was that little girl's name back in the nineties?
1: I can't remember um, her name, but she was president like, Ramu or something yes, like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. That what it was. I think she still works, like, but now she's an adult. Good
2: for her. Now she's an adult, but like, child wrestler people would go to us for we used to do that message board draft and somebody mm-hmm. would draft her every year and folks would be like that's so great those are the same people who now are pissed off that windy chu wrestles in jammies
1: she's a japanese that's... professional wrestler she actually right. goes, has a different name now she goes by uh ram kachou or something like that and she uh mm. yeah she works still My... works for ice ribbon which is a japanese promotion right.
2: And uh, the Carmelo Hayes Grayson Waller match was, yeah. in my opinion, was the best match of the night. Uh, both of them were great. I really liked Grayson Waller for some reason. I don't know oh, why. Oh yeah, he's a star.
1: They're both like stars.
2: both of them. Both of them were great. And actually, there's a baller picture posted by uh, by Carmelo Hayes on, on his Twitter today, probably on his Insta as well. Him sitting on a couch with some honeys, if you will. Um, and all right, let's let's just get it all in. Elton Prince and Kit Wilson. I was like, oh look, they put the model Rick Martell, they cloned him and made him a tag
1: team. That was their gimmick, I think, even before they joined NXT though. NXT Um Right.
2: Yeah. But I'm okay with it because I'm like, look how pretty you are. And look at you doing the the model Rick Martell shtick as a tag team. You need they need they need so they need their own fragrance. They need some arrogance.
1: Which is really funny because um the whole deal with um, you know, the whole male model thing doing now in SmackDown sucks right. and would be a billion times better if it was pretty deadly. Right. Like it would be, but it's not. Um, and it's okay. Max Dupree, LA Knight, Eli Drake, Sean Ricker will overcome. I don't know about Massey and Mansois, but I do believe they will he will overcome. Those guys will probably get released. Um yeah, yeah. I think you pretty much covered. It's to me, it is definitely more WWE than the old NXT was. But I, but if you right. look at the success rate of people coming out of NXT, it isn't what you would want it to be. Um, especially when you look at people they they really pushed, like Aleister Black, who's not even with the company, and, and you know, and, and so many others. Like it just didn't work out, right? Johnny Gargano was chilling at home. Tommaso Ciampa. Might work out, might not work out. Like at least now he's got an alliance with the Miz, and maybe that'll help him because it helps everybody. But it's it's yeah, it's just I just find it interesting. Um, You can definitely see you know Shawn Michaels' fingerprints all over it, and 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 I'm fine with that. But um, yeah, I really do enjoy NXT 2.0 a lot. The Andre Chase is is it's, it's it's all definitely on purpose. It's all definitely the the shtick.
3: Class, before I continue, I just want to give a special shout out to our new students. Welcome to Chase University. As we all know, yesterday, America celebrated its Independence Day. On July 4th, 1776, America adopted the Declaration of Independence. Bodie, what's wrong? Am I boring you? No, sir, not at all. I'm sorry, Mr. Chase. It's
2: my roommate, she doesn't sleep.
0: Mr. Chase, we watch Money in the Bank like 50 times. We're like brother and sister,
3: right, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Now that's what I like to see, Chase, you making memories happen. Question in the back, what's your name? My name's Chad. Mr. Chase, did you know the Declaration of Independence was created on July 2nd? And John Adams believes that July 2nd should be celebrated instead of July 4th as our day of independence. Who the do you think you are, Chad? You come here talking about John Adams. Who the did John Adams ever beat? Don't tell me about the birth of this country. I am America, baby. Now you get the hell up, and you get the hell out of my classroom right now. Don't you ever come back. Now where was that? All right, England.
2: Mr. Chase, wouldn't it be sweet
1: I just love Andre Chase and Chase University. Like the stuff they do is just it's just hilarious, and they're all like that. The the girl Thea Hall is a recent signee, literally signed her contract with WWE before she graduated high school, and so she's being this super uber excitable thing. And and Bodie um, is the only other member of Chase U who's wrestled at all and has teamed with Andre Chase. And they're definitely like when you can see it, like like they're definitely intimating that something's going on with Bodie and and. And and Thea Hall because of of the things that the the looks on Andre Chase's right. face when he was talking about making memories and all of that, but um, it was just downright hilarious. Like like the very first time I saw Chase, you and he starts cussing, I was just like, oh, this is this is brilliant. Uh, it's the whole Bobby Knight thing. He even wears the red and all that. That's Harlem yep. bravado of the bravado brothers. Oh, nice. Yeah, my Lance gosh, I would have never. I know. Oh, right? I would
2: have never known that Edgy Not home.
1: Yeah, that's Harlem bravado of the bravado brothers from Ring of Honor fame. Lance bravado, I think, is out of the business. But um, so, so yeah. By the way, the text you sent me—not surprised in the least. It's funny too. So, so the text Patrick Goodout sent me was that Core Jade turned on Roxanne Perez, and in in the chair shot Facebook group. I just love people don't think sometimes they're like, well, it can't be Cora Jade because they just won the NXT women's tag team titles last week. And I'm like, do you think they care about the NXT women's tag titles? In fact, this is probably how they get rid of the NXT women's tag team titles because they don't care about women's tag team wrestling. Um, Marginally less than they care about regular tag team wrestling, unless it's the Usos. So it's, yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Not, Not one bit, so. Because we got to take over coming up oh. in August, anyways. But not a takeover, but you know, therefore.
2: How? How? Sorry, I went and looked up old photos of the Bravado brothers while you were talking about them. I'm like, it's crazy. Yeah, how about it?
3: that?
1: Yeah, it, 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 You wouldn't have thought, but yeah, I remember when he signed, and you know, they they listed him by his real name, and then indicated that you know, in the Independence of Ring of Honor is Harlan Bravado, and I was like, what? Like, because he never really made a splash. On the Indies, no. not like some others, but has definitely found his place and and has found his
2: find his find, find a voice.
1: Yep, find he's a voice. Found it. Um, find I really dug. I, I I did really dig the whole Roderick Strong and and Damon Kemp versus the um, versus the yep. Creeds match. You know that's that's all part of Diamond Mind, all in the same faction. Um, Roddy Strong's strong's definitely odd man out right now in NXT. Like just. Does he fit? Right. Does he not fit? Who knows? Diamond Mine had a manager um, in Malcolm Bivens. Of course, now he's in AEW. It's back to being Stokely Hathaway. Um, and 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 that's and he's amazing everywhere. Um and and so Diamond Mine, it's like, what's gonna happen? Is Roddy gonna go? Is he just waiting until his contract's up? Because I don't see him, you know, maybe they pull him up, but then what happens on the main roster? I, I just don't know. Um but yeah, it's been a lot of. It, it's fun to watch. It's still one of my favorite wrestling shows to watch. I think because that there's a certain level of excitement that's still there and energy that's still there yeah. for NXT. And then I do love you know right now Apollo Crews is there from from the main roster. and There's usually somebody there from the main roster um, at all times. Of course, Dolph Ziggler won the NXT Championship back around WrestleMania time. Um, and you know I even said it back then when Dolph Ziggler went down to NXT won the NXT championship, and ended up putting Braun Breaker over, I was like, Ziggler will probably get another chance out of this. And here we are. We closed Monday Night Raw with Ziggler standing tall over Austin Theory and now is a baby face. So, WWE, again, you, you make other people look great, you get a shot. It, it's the gender Mahal Theory. Yep. So it's it's you know and and he got a world title run or it could just be that they decided that they're not going to have lashley wrestle theory at SummerSlam and he needed an opponent and ziggler is a great opponent for anybody so who knows i don't know but he
2: sure is um, he'll make anybody look like a million bucks
1: but i really do thoroughly enjoy nxt and again here's what i maintain and if you go back and you watch the uh the special they did before the day before money in the bank i don't remember what it was called it was in your house um if it was in Chicago and it was black and gold, people would have been going nuts for it, just like they went for the old NXT. Like, I think they went too far when they rebranded it as NXT 2.0. If they just infused new talent and did everything they did, people would not... They would say it's not like it used to be, but they would not talk about how different it is because WWE decided yeah. to hit us over the head with it by changing it to, to, to sparkle paint and you know blue ropes and all that stuff. and, and um Anyway. But that
2: ruined everything, Greg. It, it destroyed the product and made it horrible. We can no longer watch it because it's colorful. I also... I like my re- i like my wrestling dark and brooding.
1: <clears throat> I like my wrestling dark. I'm not going to lie. Like I like greedy over that. But um, it's weird. And, and I have this weird ability to separate things. We've talked about it before. I love Ocean's Eleven. Favorite movie of all time. I love Ocean's Twelve and Thirteen. But I don't compare them to Ocean's Eleven. Like I just, I just right. separate them completely. I love NXT, the original one, all Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, all that stuff. I love NXT 2.0, but I don't watch it and compare it to the old NXT because I just, it's just not fair. Um, and but that's what everybody wants to do. That's why I always make the rule. Like when WrestleMania rolls around, you can't ask which night was better because it's just, you know, it's also bad podcasting right. and everybody does it. But um, thoroughly enjoy NXT and thoroughly enjoy everything they're doing. So who you, – you watch the show and, you, and you, you comment on a few different people. If you had to, go into your head or whatever, who are, are going to be the big stars? Because even though it's closer now to the main roster than the old NXT was, it's still not the main roster, and it's still right. a lot of the same fans week after week because it's still in the same place, and it only holds like 400 right. people, and they get in for free, they sign up on Facebook. Um, so there's still that same weirdness with the, with the fan base where they can, it may not translate to, you know, I would say Topeka. Um, Who do you think is going to translate and be big time money-making stars on the main roster?
2: Uh, I think, I'm going to say this, I think this is a potential, I think Braun Breaker is, is, is a very, has a very real opportunity and not just because of who his daddy is. Um, I think there's a charisma there uh, and that he could be a big, big star. I do, we talked we both we talked about both of them already, but Carmelo Hayes and Grayson Waller I think are both candidates to be legitimate big you know stars. Um, I I want with the way they're booking her, like I wasn't impressed and didn't see it, but I could see them getting behind Roxanne Perez because they're getting behind her really hard, really early. Um, with that, I think Wendy Chu, depending on what you call making it, if they keep that character, she'll have a place at the WWE. Like, if they keep that character, she'll have a place. Another person I think will get a chance um, because of her look, uh, whether she is good enough to have it because of her look or whatever. Again, I watched her in one match against Wendy Chu, so not going to really say. But Tiffany Stratton, um, you know, like, she she's – working a gimmick that is, that is kind of it. And so mm-hmm. those are the ones that immediately pop to to me as in, yeah, these are the folks that really stood out to me watching that particular show. Now, I did not get to see, like, and I I, w- I would say the, the Andre Chase character has legs. Uh, but again, I only saw it once. Right. I am interested, but he didn't work the show. He just did uh running backstage at great american bass where i'd be interested to see what the big deal is with Solis Kaa. um but yeah. I, I don't know enough about him other than he looks like he could be a good de- big deal um, he talked for like 30 seconds on the show so it's not even really like
3: you can yeah get he, a didn't have a like role. His he persona didn't
2: have a role right so those are those are those are my few that i saw
1: so if you were to go back and watch um if you were to go back and watch the Great American Bash, that not the great in your house that they did the night before Money in the Bank, I think you would see some of it uh Solo still not on the show. Um but Wendy Chu has a match in there and Carmelo Hayes wrestles Cameron Grimes and that was easily the best match of the night and um like I think Cameron Grimes is is not long for NXT because he's been there for a while. I think he's yeah. going to get pulled up to see what he can right. do there. I think he's going to put over JD McDonough, who was the guy of course who attacked Breaker at the end, who is um, Jordan Devlin from NXT and NXT UK. Um, but that's his real name. So they had to change it. But um, I was really like, you know what, give those two an hour, let them do an Iron Man match for Grimes. Because Cam- Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes is one of the best NXT 2.0 matches I've ever seen. Like that's, that that would be a, a top one of the best NXT matches ever if it were under that banner. So um, hell of a match, hell of a performance there. But yeah, I think you're right. So Tiffany Stratton is very interesting because that match that you saw against Wendy Chu was the first match where I felt like she has a shot. Like, and she hasn't been there very right. long, so she is is you know growing as a performer. And I do think because she came from like the world of gymnastics or something like that, so she's not a wrestler mm-hmm. and. Um, and I do believe she could, she can make it on, on the main roster. I agree with you there. Roxanne Perez. I think it it just depends. Um, tiny, 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 like I think she's smaller than Alexa bliss, who's probably the smallest champion I've ever had. Like, like that they've pushed. Uh, but she's the Booker T product from, from reality of wrestling. And, uh, I just think she's got, you know, she's so young and she's got so much time. Hopefully they don't rush her. um, Right. And, and rush her up there because I think she can work. But she's gonna always be the underdog and and that's just difficult. Um Cora Jade going she can heel she she could be she, we'll she could be a Mysterio. Right, which and I think is that I think that's what she cites as like one of her major influences. Um Cora Jade, I, I I'm not sold on Cora Jade and haven't been. Um we'll see what the heel turn brings. And I think that's gonna really be the determining factor for me. Um, where they go. It's funny. I was having this conversation last week. Um, you didn't see her at all. You saw her in the promo packages, and that was it. But Fallon Henley, who runs around with Brooks and Jensen, I think she was her Price on the Indies and has been working for a while. But I think she's got a shot sure. on the main roster. She, she could be like an Alexa Bliss who does nothing in NXT. She's done some stuff. And then goes to the main roster and flourishes because she's super talented and, and really good. Um, it's funny because I was touting for longest time toxic attraction and now i don't feel like they're gonna make it on the main roster like yeah. i don't think Gigi dolan and jc jane are gonna make it they're very they they, they stood out at first and then the women's area of NXT, nxt 2.0 got depleted a lot and then as new women have come in and started to shine i now feel like they're just not the same level as some of the other women um mm. and i think I, how i described it was we have Gigi Dolan and JC Jane at home is how I describe like, you no, know, I just, just, they just, they just don't, then I hate saying they're nothing special, but I don't think they're anything special. Um, and if not, well, I, for, I mean, I didn't, I didn't
2: cite them.
3: So
1: yeah, I know. Um, if not for the whole Mandy Rose thing, I don't know. I know you only saw him talk but Tony D'Angelo works a really good style in the ring. And I think he can, you know, you know, amateur lots of throws, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think he can make it. Legado, uh, especially Santos Escobar, who was King Cuerno and Lucha Underground, who who I loved in Lucha Underground and and some others. He's older, so I don't know what their plans are with him. Um, I think he's 40. And and not that 40 is old nowadays, but uh, he's 38. So, again, on the older side for what they do. So I just don't know what the the plan is and if he wants to go back to Mexico at some point or or anything like that. Um, So we'll see. But – uh, and Wendy Chu, she's 30, so she's got plenty of time, but I do think she could Wendy Chu, it, it's funny because you watch some of them and you're like, okay, Andre Chase could have a really long career like, especially whenever r truth retires. Like he could slide into the right. spot very, very easily and you know, be in the 24/7 division. Wendy Chu could kind of do that too and and, and and slide in and all around that stuff. but um, yeah, Carmelo Hayes, Big-time, you know, big-time star. Cameron Grimes, I think, as well. Braun Breaker, I agree. You know, I've said it since he debuted. Looks like Rick, sounds like Scott, like he's got, you know. And I do think Rick was probably the better worker of the two. Joe Gacy, who you didn't really see much of. Um, yep. The whole, you know, if he goes into the supernatural and everything, could could work out as well. But um, I'm glad you watched it, and and, and hopefully you'll, you'll continue. Because it is, the thing about NXT is you've got to – you got to watch it and just see how everybody progresses because they are so new. Some of them. And, you know, Car- Carmelo Hayes, great example. He was an indie worker before he went there. And so he was able to take off right away. Um, just like Cameron Grimes, but some of them weren't, you know, Braun has never wrestled outside of WWE. Neither have the Creed brothers. Right. So yeah, there's, there's all that as well. Damon Kemp, I am interested to see he's super green. Um, he is, um, the brother of, of Gable Stevenson. So, um, the older brother. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because he has the, you know, the camp name now, but they're probably not going to change Gable Stevenson's name because they've already had him do stuff at WrestleMania. So that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. But he, he, you can see his development happening a lot. And, and, you know, he's where the Creed brothers were a few months ago and they've grown leaps and bounds. I can tell you that, um, and they cut people quicker, but some of the talent has really picked it up really, really fast. So however they're yeah. training right now at the Performance Center, for the right people, it works. And it really works. Like they're getting them TV ready and, and they're getting them up there and, and all of that. So um, yeah, could be, could be very interesting to see what happens in the future as part of NXT 2.0. So let's go to commercial break and uh, do a little listing. Hey,
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShop.com.
3: Shut your dumb
1: mouth. You just made the list. All right, Patrick O'Dowd, it is Patrick's turn this week as we do the list. It's our third list, so I will still talk about the, what we do here on the list. We basically just come up with a list, right? Patrick will give a topic. We will alternate taking turns, he and I, naming off a total of six different items that would then go on that list. Then we will alternate taking turns, putting that list in order, and that's how we developed the list. Our first list was championship belts. Our second list was money in the bank briefcase holders. Patrick O'Dowd. To what topic will we be able to say, "Hey, you just made the list"?
2: Well, I went with a what I considered a fairly broad topic under duress because it can be interpreted a ton of different ways. Monsters of professional wrestling.
3: I like it. And that could be
2: that could be yeah, monsters of wrestling. That could be anything from a look to a character, all of the above, both mm-hmm. one or the other. Plenty of room for interpretation. And I believe you said that you have a six person list and it's all abyss. I have 10. One. Oh, so you have 10. You have abyss listed 10 times. Very nice. Oh, no, I,
1: yeah, I have, I have 10. And then number 11 is anyone but abyss. Um, uh, you know, this sucks. So. Yep, I've, I've got, so yeah. And, and you get to go is, first. What's that? And you get to go first. I get right, to go Roo, first because right? Patrick goes first <laughs> and we make, a, so my li- person that's on the list this time around um, was actually the first person that came to mind, even though many would not consider him uh, to be a monster just because of the legitimacy, but I think that's part of it for me. The first person that came to mind when we talked about monsters was the beast incarnate himself, Brock Lesnar.
2: Wow. All right, coming in, coming in hot. I can see that we're going in different directions.
1: No, <laughs> like I said, I got ten. So, and and we'll go over can, like well, who who didn't make my list and your list. Um, like well, who didn't end up making
2: it? What What's fun about this is as I tried to think about this and what what counted and what didn't count or who I wanted to include or not include. Uh, the first name that I thought of back. Yeah, and this is because the old school wrestling fan mm-hmm. well, I got some really loved. I and this guy had a dancing partner, who his match his matches with as a, as a dance partner were legendary. Um, no matter where they wrestled, they were they were an attraction match. You knew blood was going to happen. You knew shit was going to go down. Um, and he died tragically, murdered. In Puerto Rico, and that is Bruce Brody. Um, that dude w- comes out with a house as a house of fire in the ring. You know you are going to get a violent, violent match, and there was nothing fancy about it. He was going to tear you up, and the guy was a monster.
3: Period. He was, yeah,
1: he was. He he would like be a monster in a movie, like that's what. And, yep. and 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 he definitely would qualify. I didn't have him on my list, but I knew you would. Um, I knew you would have him on your long like your short list whether he would make it to the six I didn't know but I knew you were going to have him there um for me the next monster that I would put on the list and it's actually in the same order the second person I thought of after Brock Lesnar um also old school was Andre the Giant who I would yeah he was on mine too to be a monster so the third person on our list is Andre the Giant okay We each got, so we got, I got one more. You got two more. It's gonna be tough. Right. Well, and here's the
2: thing is I I feel like this list, it's hard because he he started as a monster. Okay. Then was not a monster in the, in the, in the sort of the the character, like he radical character changes before shifting back to the, the character that we all know and love. I was terrified of the undertaker as a child. Um, and he debuted well like you know it was a the, the dead man himself yeah like looked like a freaking corpse walked around all stiff like you know and and that character evolved and you know and eventually he became you know he did emo taker and purple taker and tear taker and then there was Biker Taker, and then he came back and kind of returned to his sort of mm. dead man gay spooky Taker with lightning bolts shooting from his fingertips. He he led a cult. Um, <laughs>
1: He's done everything.
2: Cried a lot. He crucified. Oh wait, no, he didn't crucify. He anybody. He symbolified. He put it on a symbol, as Bruce Pritchard would say. Anyway, the prophet, Undertaker. He he was he was the the. The mad, like the magical monster of the WWE mm-hmm. for twenty years, thirty it's, years. It's How interesting because
1: when I was making my list, I made a conscious decision to not have him on my short list because I don't think of him as a monster. I'm not saying we got to take him off. There's no vetoing anything like that. Um, right. But, yeah, but I thought about him. I was like, no, I don't consider him to be a monster. I went back and forth. Yeah, that's fine. It is. So this is my last person, and there's really two that I want to put on there. Um, but, but I need to make sure that one gets included because I think this person would get overlooked a lot on these type of lists, but really does belong on the list because of the role that she filled in a lot of different organizations. Um, the one where it really didn't work out, well, it didn't work out in a couple of organizations, but awesome Kong is the monster yeah. that I want to add to the list because like I said, I don't think. Awesome slash amazing Kong, but awesome Kong sounds better. So we're going to go awesome Kong is on the list.
2: So I've, I've come to the conclusion that with, with these lists, there will always be one that just, I, people might question or find I don't know if Goofy's the right word, but.
1: They're probably already going to question Brock Lesnar. So it's okay.
2: Yeah. Well, they're, they're going to, they're going to question it. Cause I, I think we're going to leave. We're going to there's a ton of names we're leaving off of this. Um, but I always think when I think monster, I think of how the characters made me feel Mm -hmm. and really um, got a reaction on me. And when he wasn't busy playing softball, psycho Sid slash Sid vicious, whether he was with the twin towers, whether he was just, and he is charisma. Oh yeah. Like it.
1: He, he was the literal de- definition angry. of using charisma,
2: and he, he was- would like that heavy breathing as he was talking about whatever didn't make any goddamn sense. But he would seethe into the microphone, God, and, ah, and and he was always just he was always wet, like he was always like a sweaty, scary mess. And then he would fucking obliterate you in the ring and oh, hit wet. a powerbomb, and we go home. And,
1: uh, love it so the best definition ever he's always wet oh so wet. i think this is going to become a fun part of this as we move forward in the future before we put him in order patrick O'Dowd, let's talk about who was on our short list but didn't get the distinction of you just made the list because i got a bunch um yep. i got a bunch so here's who's on my list that didn't make the list uh and i'll go in order because this is just the order that i thought about them Uh, Of course, I had Brock Lesnar, Andre the Giant, and and Awesome Kong. Uh, Mark Henry, I had on my list as a monster. The Fiend, I had on my list as a monster. Braun Strowman, I had on my list as a monster. King Kong Bundy. Bundy. What's that? Bundy. I had Diesel on the list as, as a monster. I had, and and the caveat here was only his short stint in the UWF. I had Big Bubba Rogers, not the Big Boss Man, but Big Bubba Rogers on the list. And the last person I had on the list, ironically enough, because I said The Undertaker should not be on the list, was Kane, because I thought Kane's character was more of a monster. Right. Uh, That's who was on the list that didn't make the list, not Abyss.
2: So... As 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 we talk about old school old school people on here, um, yeah, I don't care what anybody else says. The professor Toru Tanaka, uh, like, and you're laughing. You not
1: had a Professor Toru Tanaka reference in quite a long time. I'm just excited I mean, him, that he made him, the show.
2: M Fuji Saito, uh, you know, more you know, most people would would talk about you know like the the sneaky Japanese bad guys. Yeah, they but the professor. Years was brutal the samoans mm-hmm. uh were, were also on there uh frank's dancing partner abdul the butcher uh quickly frank by the
1: mind. way being bruiser brody
2: bruiser brody sorry yes uh uh where are you lost uh mankind
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: um uh, but but more but very specifically mankind and cactus jack um were too but i never really viewed cactus as as much of his monster which is why that persona fell off more yeah. than- mankind was was creepy and weird and, exactly and yeah, the
1: creepiness, pulled his hair out.
2: Um, you said Bray Wyatt uh, mm-hmm. or what well, you said the fiend uh, and Bray Wyatt as a as, you know yeah. that character was not a monster he was he was a cultist um, and then this is the and I'm gonna own this and you can laugh it off whatever um, but WCW uh, when it was in this confused NWO, yet still 90s wrestling carny times, uh, for all of that... If you, say,
1: if you say the Yeti, I'm going home. No. Okay, good.
2: But Mortis... Okay. Uh, as as a look... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you know, and Rath was a terrible wrestler. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the giant that was Adam Bob, who then became Rath, uh, as as like the sheer size monster sort of factor came into play. But um, Mortis has a look with the skull mask and, and the, the martial arts and that that sort of weird connection with Vandenberg was always was always nice. And then two more old school guys, Stan Hansen and Vader. Um, you know like I can't like you watching. you used to watch WCW when he, when he was allowed to put the headdress on the Or the the helmet thing and
1: set it down on the stage and we'd shoot off the... the, Oh, that was so great. There we go. So that is who didn't make the list on this edition of... You just made the list! But now we got to make the list in order. So Patrick O'Dowd, of course, you have Brock Lesnar, Bruiser Brody, Andre the Giant, The Undertaker, Awesome Kong, and Sid Vicious. We will alternate... That's Patrick's list, the topic this week. So he gets to go first with number one, and then we will put our list in order. So who is number one? So for me,
2: again, because it was the first name that popped into my head and is the one that I felt it begins and ends with, uh, for me it's Bruce Brody. Uh, that, is, that is my that is my top choice.
1: There you go. Even though he wasn't the first name I said, number two is going to be Andre the Giant. Yeah. All right, number three.
2: Well, and I'm going to steal from your list for your number three uh, because he's still a beast and a force and is just always viewed as unstoppable as a monster, and that's Brock Lesnar.
1: So then I am going to take advantage of the opportunity to give a woman her due, since you're two others well, on my list, and put Awesome Kong, who is the biggest monster the women have ever had, As number four on the list.
2: Cool. Uh, Then that leaves me to choose between Sid and The Undertaker. Yes, between the WrestleMania
1: 11, no, 12 main event. No, 13. Uh, 13, 13. correct. I'm going to go with Sid. Okay. I'm going to
2: put Sid over Taker. um,
1: And that leaves you with Taker. That leaves me, number six, with The Undertaker. So... The monsters of professional wrestling: number one, Bruiser Brody; number two, Andre the Giant; number three, Brock Lesnar; number four, Awesome Kong; number five, Sid Vicious; and number six, The Undertaker. Congratulations! You just made the list.
2: I and I just had a thought. What's that? By the way, you know how so um, various websites will, will push like a f- composite photo out to like uh-huh. the socials to get people to like argue over it yeah this this works itself really well for for that if oh, we, we were ever inclined to to be yeah i'm too lazy to do it but like
1: i can do it and and i could like because i even have um um you know we have a couple weeks worth now so we can go back and start right for doing those so um yeah let me sorry i got to. Really weird. Sorry. Really weird. Uh, really weird. Weird, weird text. Um, so my son's at camp and he wants to do something. So, yeah. That's uh, anyway. Here we go.
3: It's time for another edition of Baron Corbin sucks.
1: Now I understood it. It, it. it took a minute for me to understand the, uh, the Texas. My son went to soccer. I got up at 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.30 in the morning oh to boy. take my son to the high school so he could go to football camp because they left at 4.30. And, yeah, in California, football camp. Big-time high school football. You go to California football camp. So that's, uh, that's what they do. Also, Baron Corbett sucks.
3: That'll do it for this week's edition of Baron Corbin this is my yard now acknowledge me dean fucking ambrose acknowledge
1: me now it is time for this week's edition of it needed to be said patrick out sometimes there are just some things in dealing with pro wrestling and you think about it and it comes out and you're like man just needed to be said there was an article this week that talked about the lack of wrestling time, bell to bell wrestling time on SmackDown. And of course we talked about SmackDown last week because I went to the July 1st edition of SmackDown live in Phoenix. And I guess there was like 13 minutes of wrestling televised on SmackDown this week or something.
2: Oh, hold on. Hold on. It was 13 minutes and 40 seconds because literally I opened Twitter and somebody was bitching about it. On okay.
1: Twitter. There you
3: go. Um,
1: and, 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 of course, I you know, there was a lot more wrestling when I went because there was the Battle Royal and all that. And, and I know the article that I read about it did have the caveat that uh, the Usos tag match or the Street Profits, whatever tag match it was, started doing a commercial, so you don't really know how long that was. Um, and, and, but Bell to Bell on television was 13 minutes. And immediately, first thing that came to mind was it needed to be said, it's a television show. It's a TV show about wrestling. It's not a wrestling show. And, and so it's not going to, you know, some weeks in order to tell their stories, it's, it's going to have more wrestling. And some weeks in order to tell their stories, it's going to have less wrestling. That's just the way it is because it's a TV show. It's not a wrestling show. You have a wrestling show. You have a wrestling show on Friday nights and none of you watch it because it, it doesn't draw, even though it still gets highly ranked, but it, it, its viewership keeps going down. And that's Rampage. Watch Rampage. It's got a lot more in-ring action. Watch Dynamite, more in-ring action. NXT, more in-ring action. Raw even has more in-ring action. But but of all the wrestling shows on television, the most television show of all the wrestling shows is SmackDown.
2: Yeah, it's it TV really show. is. It's on Fox. And it's yeah. it's funny. Here, here's what I love is that um I actually want to, because I'm reading through these tweet replies. So first of all, there's there's one person who said there's never been a period of wrestling in any promotion that skipped the actual wrestling until now. This person clearly never watched the WWF in the eighties, uh, where primetime wrestling on Monday nights oh, like, yeah, oh, dude, like that was a talk show. That was yeah. Vince McMahon wanting to run the Tonight show. Here's it the was. other here's the other one I love. This one I love because I read it and I know you I know your I want to hear your reply to okay. it. Okay. Like If you're not watching WWE primarily because it's a wrestling show, what on earth could you possibly watch it for? Remove the wrestling. It's just a variety show with bits of drama. And there's far superior of those out there. Now, ignoring the far superior part. Yes, you are correct.
1: That is what the WWE wants to produce, right? That's exactly what they want to produce. It's a variety (laughs) show. It's a TV show said it before a million times wrestling is a backdrop vince russo who a lot of these is love once said that what he really really wanted to do was produce an entire wrestling show without a ring and never did it but um he would have loved to be able to put out an episode of whatever without ever see stepping foot in a wrestling ring it's a television show go to a house show go watch aew Go watch New Japan. There's tons of... Go watch Impact Wrestling. There is tons out there for you. It's if people just want it to be WWE. They want whatever they want, whatever product they love, to be WWE because it's easier to watch WWE. Well, the reason why it's easier to watch WWE is because all these networks covet it because it's not just wrestling. Right. It's just like what I said about Thor earlier. They put in things for the, the casuals. That's what they do because that's the audience they need. That's why the MCU is so popular, so much more popular than the than the DC universe. Because they have catered to the casuals more. Right. And, and that does piss off some of the hardcores, just like they do in wrestling. But it's still there. So go watch it. Right. Yeah, it's it's
2: fascinating too to, to really. I, I just I just don't get. The, I like. I don't get that people don't get this at this point because this isn't the first time. This remember back, God, how many years ago? Back in the in the early days, I did this. I was this fan because remember when I would watch Raw? Oh, well, we've And changed. I was high, and we and we would talk about it on the podcast. And I talk about oh, Raw only had thirty minutes of, of wrestling this this week. We did that, and, and then we realized what she, like it's by design. Yeah. And if you don't like the design, like you're you're not owning the WWE. That's the thing that's funny. Out of this is you've 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 done nothing. If you were to if you were to go up to to the production team of SmackDown and be like, "You only had 13 minutes of 40 seconds of wrestling this week on SmackDown,"
1: you know what they'd say? Yup. No, they wouldn't even say that. They would like, say we had an hour and 40, we had an hour and, and 22 minutes or an hour and 44 minutes or whatever of TV content of entertainment. Right. They're, um, they're a content generator. They're not a right. wrestling promotion.
2: Yeah. They just say, yeah, they would disagree. That's what I would and say. They, they would be like, they wouldn't be, they wouldn't
1: say, Oh, we messed up.
2: No. Yeah. They wouldn't be scandalized by it or anything. Like, you wouldn't,
1: you don't, you wouldn't own
2: them. Not at all, no. No. So, anyway.
1: Silly. It is really, really just silly, and, uh, yeah, you know, people are just never gonna, never gonna get over that kind of stuff, never gonna get over themselves.
3: All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. The clock is ticking, and we're in the clear. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. We got three minutes, and we're out of here.
1: Did I mention I get up at three thirty in the morning today? You did, did I mention that yeah. as that came up. I've, I came home and went back to sleep, but it's not the same, you know. At that point, I get home and go to sure. sleep. It's like after five, so it, it, it's you know trying to get you know some more sleep in to get up at seven and and, and get to work. But surprisingly, I thought I was just gonna like die during the workday, but I didn't. Um, still got the workouts and still did all of that. But yeah, like three o'clock in the morning reason I say that is because I had an idea for 3-Minute Warning, and I'm just not even going down that road. Maybe okay. It might even still be a thing next week. So that is going to do it for this week's edition of the Greg DeMarco Show with Greg DeMarco and Patrick Dow. We talked about concerts. We talked about Thor. We actually talked about NXT. We had another fun list. We talked about TV time on SmackDown. I mean... This is if this is the new format we're sticking with, it's it's a variety show. I know we're the WWE. People could complain about the percentage of our show that was about wrestling this week. If they they could complain about the percentage of our show that was about the current wrestling product, if they wanted to. Um, And and, you know because if you don't count the list as as current wrestling product, but we enjoy the list, (laughs) so obviously I enjoy
2: the list a lot. Like I think it's fun. fun. I think that's
1: yeah. Hey, of, hey. I realized after between last week's show and this week's show, I was like, Man, did we just rip off the Badlands show? Like, did we do that and not even realize it? Because they would make them outrush Maybe. more. They would just do five. I mean Yeah. But then when they came back, they were they were not even doing that. They were they were doing the uh the the what if stuff that an idea yes. that the different people had. So yeah. Cool. All's well that ends well. So.
2: Oh, oh, by, by the way, before you go, uh, since it's, it's, we're talking about pimping our stuff, I do want to pimp this week's five by five. It's one of my favorite five by fives that I've ever done. Uh, with Aeson obviously Mitchell.
1: because you actually commented that you loved it on the Instagram post. I did. I, That's how much you love this episode of.
2: I 5x5. loved recording that episode. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun, and I forgot how much fun because we. Spoiler alert. We bank those. Um, they are a great glass in the case of emergency sort of thing. So I record a bunch of them and then as we need them, we post them. I'd forgotten how much fun I had making that list and then going back and listening to it. Uh, speaking of list shows, um, the best of the worst and the worst of the best, Greg, it's good stuff. I That's really like do it. it. Give you it a listen. It.
1: That's the way you do it. So I like it. I have not listened to it yet. I will. Uh, it came out today on Tuesday when everybody is, is listening to this. Um, work has just been insanely busy. So, um, as we have to hire a whole bunch of new people and all kinds of stuff for growth, which is very exciting, but also very busy. So yeah, go listen to the five by five coming up after this is the hashtag Miranda show. Normally I'll joke and be like, I have no idea what we're talking about. I have no idea what we're talking about. She has not said a thing. So I have no clue. What topic will be for this week's edition of the hashtag Miranda Show? But listen to that right here on the Chairshot Radio Network, along with all of the great content that we put out for you. Go to the Chairshot.com, follow at Chairshot Media, follow Patrick O'Dowd at Wrestling Realist. It's W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. There's no I in wrestling, but there is one in Realist. For then there is one in Patrick for the Wrestling Realist, Patrick O'Dowd. You can follow me at Chairshot Greg, all over social media. That's Facebook, that's Twitter, and that's Instagram. Yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have a list that you want us to make, send it our way. Hit us up on social media, however you want to do it. Send us your ideas for a list. I, I worry about doing that because somebody's going to be like, you know, "Best matches over 27 minutes," and I'll be like, "God damn it!" Now I got to think about it. make them broad based, like monsters in wrestling, right? That was broad based. Money in the briefcase holders. Okay, it's a finite number of people, but still, you know, championship belts. Like, like that. This is, this is what we've done so far. Um, plenty of things that we can do with this. <laughs> P- tons of stuff. We haven't even got into just, like, favorite blank. You know, so there's just, the, the list can go on and on and on and on forever. And we both love doing it, so we're going to keep doing it. You just made the list! So until next time, have a lot of fun. Always use your head. This guy was a monster, but not on our list. (laughs) Could also be considered a monster. Definitely not a monster.
0: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head